This is the pretty badass Kelly Klein telling you to turn it to 11 and take it to the max. This is the voice of Killer Cross. And right about now, we're about to take it to the max. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Welcome to the Madhouse. Welcome to Beyond the Mic Week 13 with the Captain and the Kingpin joining us on this penultimate week out of two men that are guaranteed to be in the promo climax final for the time being. First of all, the leader of Block B, the Walker. And second of all, the leader of Block A, Mikey Two Belts. Dun, 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 dun. He's just a podcast machine and he ain't podcasting with anyone but you. He's just a podcast machine. Thank you, Andre Corbeil, for that amazing, amazing, amazing intro theme. Dude, that has been stuck in my head ever since you sent it to me. <laughs> he's like, and I, he's like, I should probably quit my day job after this. I'm like, no, not at all. I'm like, guys, we're losing this. For I'm just, I've just this been story. walking down the road, going. Oh, what an uh, earworm. World War. <laughs> Alright. Meh. Meh. <laughs> That's your opponent, man. That's your opponent in a few weeks. Well, so are you. Yeah, true. But still. I'm yes. the podcast machine, so shut your mouth, shut your mouth, 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 mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at, at present time. Travis the Walker is the only person guaranteed to be in the final from Block B. They could end up being free people from Block A, Mike. Oh, well, here's the thing, man. My final opponent uh, next week is none other than Robert Davis, who gets a mm-hmm. bye. The final bye for this week in the promo climax. There's a lot of byes. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, baby. Bye, bye, baby. Baby, goodbye. Four seasons <laughs> for you. But no, man, uh, I, I'm not looking past Robert Davis. Robert has probably been had some of the most creative and some of the most awesome promos besides the Demoness in Block A. And what's interesting about that is Robert Davis's only loss in Block A was to the Demoness. And it could have gone either way in that bout. But as far as Robert and I go, dude, there's history there. Statman, he first used it on me in last year's promo climax. Uh, we were the final in King of the Mike. Uh, we were in Promo Slam, the Fatal 4-Way, which that's the other funny part about it because... Myself and Robert is also the same day as Walker and Butcher Part 2. That's Promo Slam's main event right there, man. Now, I've got to wonder how the Demoness is feeling, actually, because there's, there's been a kind of alliance between the two of you, despite the battle you had. But um, she's got to be relying on Robert, because if he beats you in the last week, she also gets to go into the final, because she'll be on 15 points too. That's the thing, man, and she's one of those competitors that I'd love to see in there, and I know Travis also would like to see in there, because I know you've been wanting to go at the Demoness there, Mr. Walker. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it's kind of bittersweet, you know. Um, I would love to see a Robert beat you for two reasons. One is that way, you know, I could go back at it with Robert again, like we did in... Uh, 
at a promo slam. And then I would love to go up against Nikola. But also, I hope Robert loses just to keep it one-on-one. But I would also like Robert to beat you just so I could see you fucking lose. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Mike is the only person in the tournament that's undefeated. Undefeated. I whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair back and forth. Nah, but as far as as you want to talk about undefeated and stuff, man, I got to tell you something. I've been having a lot of fun doing all these promos. Uh, I've I've enjoyed each and every one that I've done. I think with Robert and I, I, you know what it is with Robert Davis, too? I'm really focused on the fact that, you know, him just whether he's doing whatever gimmick, because him and I, we do a lot of stuff. You know, I do my impersonations. Robert, whether he's not wearing the mask or he's doing the crazy eyes or he's got the blood coming out from him, where he's not having a shovel in his hand, that man is just creativity at its finest, like I said. And I think with me, my focus right now is Robert Davis. I'm not taking him lightly. And uh, I know with Travis, he's got the butcher again. We saw what happened the first go-around. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in part two. I'm not talking about part two of my confessions. I'm talking about part two with the Walker and Butcher. Well, I know Amir's well, got similar reasons for wanting Robert to win. But he's also got an extra reason, and that's just to see more of the demoness. Let me tell you something. <laughs> bitch. If somebody, if somebody is there, <laughs> let me tell you something, bitch. Which, wait, hang on. Let me, let me address Ted P. De Niro real quick. Ted P. De Niro, who's, who's, who's campaigning against me in RWT, because I didn't add his long-ass catchphrase <laughs> as if it was going to fit in the goddamn box. Let me let me tell you something, bitch. It's one of the best catchphrases of the year, and it wasn't even up for domination, right, Ted P. De Niro? But uh, if somebody said to me, listen, Kingpin, I give you a choice. Either you can take a pill that's going to make you instantly skinny and handsome, or... Mike Larkin can lose to Robert Davis. I would say a fat, ugly motherfucker because I want to see Mike Larkin lose and I want to see some more of the demoness. And that's how serious it is, player. Thank you, Teddy. Thank you, Teddy. We are going to have ourselves a six-man tag team match. No, but... I'm going to say this to you, man. I, I, For me, as the champ going into this, whether it's a one-on-one, whether it's a multi-person uh, matchup, I think for me, it's kind of bittersweet because I've been saying I want to be this fighting champion. And what a way, you know, to be my first title fence. I look at you, Amir, because, I mean, unlike the former promo champion with his sunshine oats and his endorphins, he unfortunately did not have a successful first title defense, as yours truly is the champ. So I want to have a long reign, and I want to be a fighting champion. So for me, this is bittersweet, and I look forward to defending my championship come promo series. You define long reigns. I do. I mean, hey, with the knowledge <laughs> title, that's happening. And I mean, Travis it's been here, like two Mr. years with the knowledge title, nearly. Oh, dude, man, I freaking won that at Promo Mania, what was it, in 2018? And then, yeah, here we are yeah. right now. What I realized <laughs> recently is... Um, if you retain the Knowledge Championship at Promo Series, well, on the Countdown Show, yeah. the following week will be your 600th day. Woo! 
Okay. I mean, well, I got Travis, I got Amir, and I got Moses Marquez, who I know we will be talking about very soon on this show. Um, with the three of them, man, I mean, Moses, it's very apropos because last year we did it on SmartMark Radio, SoundCloud.com, so SmartMark Radio, Catch Ray, baby. And now we got Amir up in here again. We got Travis in here again trying to be like, you know, the new Amir saying, I'm going to lose worse than you, Amir, so don't you worry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, hey, we got some challengers up in here. Well, Moses was knocked off the top this past week by Travis DeWalker, um, which is also thanks to uh, Chris Maldonado's victory. Which congratulations to Chris, man. He was quite witted. He was spitting. I like that that two minutes and 18 seconds of that promo. I think that was definitely his wittiest promo so far. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know, okay, let's real quick, I want to talk about Chris Maldonado. In his promo at the end, <laughs> He brings up a phrase. Yeah. He starts talking about his meat beater. Do you guys understand where that comes from? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I do. As I know. <laughs> there's, this, there's this fucking black guy on YouTube. By the way, I can say that. All right? You, everybody listening out there, I know you might not be able to tell from my voice. And plus, because Michael Beza's always calling me an Oreo cookie motherfucker. But you can tell from the motherfucker in my accent that I'm a... I'm a black guy, but there's this fucking black guy on YouTube, right? And he fancies himself like a, a health guru or whatever. He's trying to teach these healthy recipes. And what he's doing is he's recording a tutorial on how to make a healthy meal. So he's got some chicken and he wants to tenderize it. So this guy is like legit in the video. He's like, yeah, so you just grab these tomatoes, you grab this lettuce, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, oh, you, you take the chicken and you lay this plastic over it. And then I grab my... I, so he reaches for a meat tenderizer. It's the proper name for this too. And he goes, "Yeah." So I then I just grab my little my little meat beater right here, and I start beating the meat. <laughs> I saw that on your Snapchat story. <laughs> meat beater. Okay, hang on, bro. If you're gonna make a fucking vlog and post it on YouTube, where thousands of people are gonna view it, I'm gonna need you to know what a, what a meat tenderizer is. Don't just you can't just grab something and name it after its function. All right? Meat beater. But um, Chris Maldonado's promo, I thought, was, I thought it was fantastic. I thought he – Chris has a tremendous amount of swag. He's got a great look. You could tell he has fun. Um, and not to mention, evolution is beautiful, bro. So uh, I, uh, I wasn't shocked at all at the result of him beating Moses Marquez. I was, however, shocked by what then followed. Uh, before before we get into that, I want to say something about Chris as well. Cool. Um, him and I, have, we, we've talked and uh, uh, since the beginning of the climax, and I know he was, like, not feeling it. He wasn't doing too good, and he had some stuff going on. But... I think that he's doing better now, and that's why he put out such a great promo. And I honestly believe if he came into this competition with this mindset that he has now, he probably would have took the entire B block. I truly believe that. Well, that, that my friend, is a ringing endorsement, and I'm, I'm sure he appreciates that respect. Yeah, Daniel Crimmins once called himself the best face in the business. I think that title's now gone to Chris. Oh, absolutely. 
Daniel Kremlins. <laughs> Promo Climax. Promo Climax. <laughs> okay, so as we were saying, I'm going to hand it over to the Kingpin um, for what transpired after this past week's event. After this past week's events, <laughs> so I, you posted the results as you yeah. always do. I don't know. I don't know if you posted it on Sunday or Monday. I, my days are all flipped and upside down. But oh wait, was yesterday Monday? What's today? Yep. Today's Tuesday. Oh, bro. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> see, you see. Four the clock, the clock's the went back, but not that far. Exactly. <laughs> Sunday. You posted the results on Sunday. And then it showed that Chris Maldonado defeated Moses Marquez. By the way, I have no doubt that Moses Marquez has woken up this morning and he's waiting, waiting for this show to drop because he knows we're going to talk about this shit. But the first comment on those results is Moses Marquez saying, I hereby retire. From all promo competitions. But there wasn't like a smiley face. There wasn't like an LOL. And I I read the comment and I was like, is this motherfucker serious? Like, I didn't understand what happened. So as I dug a little bit and looked into it, I mean, ultimately I came to the conclusion that, yes, he's no longer at the top of B Block, but to me, surely that's not a reason why he would quit the entire competition except for he would then go on to make a video and basically say that that's the exact reason why he quit the whole fucking competition and um, I'm personally completely confused by this uh, I watched Moses' video and he basically said that he's a, he's a big time competitor he always makes the statement that he's not a promo I think what he means to say is that he doesn't he doesn't He's not good at cutting promos, but that's that's not true either. Um, Moses Marquez is somebody who never believed that he was good enough to be in the competition. I explained to him that he was and got him on board. And as he said in his video, he came out in the Kingdom Mike tournament. And I think at that time, Moses and I talked a lot. And I think he kind of believed that he was going to kind of just, part, you know, pardon the pun, you know, walk past the walker. And it didn't happen like that. Uh, he lost by a great margin. And unfortunately for him, that kind of stuck with him and it, and it stung. It, it, he felt it in his soul, which I found interesting because I'm not a competitive person. So more on that in a second. But... Then he still was willing to be a part of the promo climax, and he came back swinging. He 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 set Travis the Walker Anderson down. He set the butcher down. So it was like, all right, he's winning. Everything's going good. And then he lost a couple of matches and decided he decided that he quit, which really blew my mind because you're talking to a guy. Listen, I've lost to Travis the Walker Anderson. I have lost to the butcher, and, I, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this uh, uh, publicly. I don't think I've ever beat the butcher. 
ever. I think that we, we battled each other twice, I believe. And the first time, he, he, he refused to compete. So, so in the books, I won by default. But it's not that I actually beat the butcher. He just decided he wasn't going to compete. So let's get that straight. And then the second time, he kicked my ass. So I've never defeated the butcher. And as a man, I have no problem saying that. Also, Lewis kicked my ass. So you understand, if I had Moses Marquez's mentality, I would have jumped off a bridge right now. You understand what I'm saying? This cat, I think, he felt that he didn't deserve or wasn't good enough to be here. I thought that he was. But when he quit the way that he did, I feel like he proved me wrong and proved himself right. Because if the only reason why you're going to quit a competition is because you lost, then I'm saying this straight to you, Moses Marquez. If that's the case, you don't deserve to be here. You you have spit in the face of this competition. And people have left the promo climax this time around for many different reasons, blah, 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 blah. But I don't want to hear shit about the drama. I don't want to hear shit about the butcher. I don't want to hear shit about Lewis. When the reality is, is if you had won that match and you were still at the top, you would, you would still be trucking along. You left because you lost. And I... I don't get that. I don't respect that, and I'm not going to pretend to. I, I think it's a mistake. Um, and I think if that's your mentality, then it's probably better that you do stay away from all competitions because we're all trying to do something here. We're trying to we're trying to do something beautiful. We're trying to get our names out there and grow something together. And if you're only willing to participate on the pretenses that you win then you're right. You don't need to be a part of this. It's it's insane, personally. That's, that's my. I don't know. Why, I don't know what you guys think. But that's my my thoughts. Well, another point is he he could have convinced the butcher to pick him for next week, and that would have given him another chance to be in the final. Whereas as it stands, butcher's chosen you, Walker, and it doesn't change anything because you're going to the final anyway. Right. Moses Marquez made accusations that everybody's getting a bunch of extra opportunities, but him. But my understanding of it is Butcher no. and Lewis yeah. didn't, didn't, didn't battle each other because of the drama that existed. Therefore, everybody knew from the beginning when that happened that at the end of the promo climax, they would each get to choose an opponent of their, of their choosing other than themselves so that they could have a chance to make up those points. Mm. Lewis is unfortunately not here anymore because he was voted out. Butcher is still here. It would appear that he's chosen Travis the Walker Anderson. There's no surprises here. There's, this is not set up. Or am I misunderstanding his schedule? It was Moses somehow no, not getting right. the um, opportunity. It's not an extra match for Butcher. This would have been the match he was supposed to have with Lewis. If you look at the the block, um, Moses and Walker and Chris are on four matches. Butcher and Lewis are on three. So this would have been the fourth match for Butcher. Well, it is the fourth match right. for Butcher. So it's completely fair, and just so happens that Butcher chose Travis. He could have chosen. By the way, if anything, Travis, Travis could get an extra match. <laughs> and Travis, Travis could just because Butcher chose Travis, it doesn't mean that Travis is. No offense, Walker. I know you're on the goddamn call, but I'm just saying. <laughs> if we're just talking possibilities here, mm -hmm. it's it's possible that you lose. So in reality, nobody's been cheated here. Nobody no, if he loses, been, it doesn't change anything. Right, nobody's been done wrong. Moses Marquez, Moses Marquez could have still been in the final, right? 
Is that the deal? Yeah, well, if, if Butcher had chosen him and then Moses won that match, he'd be in the final as well. Okay. What it really, so, what it really came down to was last week. If Moses would have won against Chris, and I won against Butcher, you'd both be in the final. Me, we would both be in the final, and we would have tied. Unless I beat Butcher next week, or whatever that is. Yeah. Uh, so, I, so it came down to that. It came. It all came down to last week. That was the decided thing. And Chris beat Moses. I beat Butcher. So that put me in the final, and that dropped him back, and me and Moses were no longer tied. So at this point, in all reality, me this next bout between me and Butcher is just for fun. Yeah, it really is. Win or lose, nothing changes. Right. Okay, but it could, it could like not even happen, and nothing would change. You know, you they could just, I, I could just not show up and just give a three point buy since everybody else is getting them. <laughs> 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 just give a three point buy to Butcher. And yeah, I would still be on top. Of, and but nothing. For me, this is making up for the match Butcher was supposed to have against you on Halloween because he wasn't feeling 100%. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You beat the butcher, and Chris beat Moses. This was this, this was decided by a panel of expert judges. They did, or, or no wait, or was this voted on? Yeah, Chuck Norris was there. Fucking Chuck anybody Norris. had the ability to vote, right? So, yeah. right. So we have to assume that when Butcher lost and when Moses lost, they lost because however many people voted for the other guy, which. Has been fair the entire time. I mean, you think you think Butcher was sitting back in the UK, super excited when he lost to Moses Marquez? No, I don't think he was. But he also didn't go. Well, then fuck it. I'm hanging up the mic. Uh, by the way, one last thing I want to say about Moses Marquez and Moses. Let, let's be clear here. I, I love you, brother, but this decision is shitty, and I don't respect it. You couldn't have been that mad because in your video, though you seemed pissed and though you seemed like you were explaining the reasons why you quit. You still plugged all your shows, and you still made sure you got in at SoundCloud.com forward slash Smart Mark motherfucking radio. Just like I'm saying, you got in, but you did it. You were so slick about it. You're like, yeah, man, I'm just, I'm not going to do no promos. I'm yeah, just, man, I'm just, just going to do my shows. The CSMR yeah. Podcast Network, the YouTube baby. Yeah. We here, we over there, we everywhere, man. You know Instagram, what I'm saying? Stitcher, Apple, Apple Podcasts, you know, just, you know. We, we still heard, heard you, Apple. Bro. They accepted us, yeah. yeah. We, 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 well. we heard all the plugs. You're not slick. <laughs> and again, it was a close margin. Again, both matches last week were less than 10% difference. That's what was crazy. I, I, dude, you didn't quit after the, You didn't quit after 9%. You're going to quit now? Come on, bro. Well, Jeez, all I want to say about those videos he did was, uh, you know, it kind of seemed disrespectful to Chris. Yeah. Oh, so I, I I lost to Chris Maldonado, so if I can't beat him, then I'm not even fucking worth it. Yeah, and that that is pretty messed up because Chris is he's a great guy. He's talented in his promos. 
and in his rapping career. I, I I'm not big into that style of music, but I still fucking listen to it. You know, he's good. And he so there's no shame in losing to anybody in this competition, and whether it's A block or B block. I know Nonsense. from the beginning. From the beginning, we've been calling B block the boom ball, but in all reality, it's been the boom climax. Everybody has been absolutely outstanding, and because you're gonna get all butt hurt because you lost to Chris Maldonado, that is fucking disrespectful. I think. Travis, you said there's no shame in losing to somebody from your block. Can you please explain that to Mike Larkin? Because I need him to lose <laughs> to Robert Davis. I, I have been trying for a long time to let him know. It's okay to lose once in a while. <laughs> All right. let, let, but, let, let, no, you go ahead first, and then I'll comment on it. Go ahead, Travis. But not only if you're so upset about losing to me or to the Butcher, or to Chris, or Nicola. We have now learned about the promo league, where there are no scheduled competitions. If you want a fucking match, you call somebody out. If you have a grudge against me, fucking call me out. I'll be glad to take you on. You know? Uh, Do you know what? I think that's a beautiful segue because I was going to put a little recap on this for people. So um, if you're not in the groups, you probably missed the announcement this past week that there will be no promo Climax 3. There will, however, be a promo league beginning in April. And here's a quick recap of the announcement. Needless to say, there will not be a promo Climax tournament next year, nor will there be a King of the Mic tournament. I have come up with a solution I believe will work for everyone. It will avoid issues that have clouded this year's tournaments and above all else it will give the competitors complete control over when they compete and who they compete against. We'd like to announce that in April 2020 we will be launching the Promo League. Essentially, it will be a ranking system. There's no point scoring. You simply move up when you win, and you move down when you lose. Now, I encourage everyone, whether you've competed before, or whether you've just been watching, join the league, and I hope to see you all pick up the mic very soon. Okay, Moses Marquez and the decision that he made. I look at it like this. That was his last promo regardless. And we're only got two more weeks this week and next week in the promo climax. Uh, I did see his promo where he did take a nice little impersonation of me. Yes, he tried. It was it was, it was cute. <laughs> it was cute. I um, thought it was a nice touch. 
it was a very nice touch. And personally, I felt that it was cute. And it felt, and it, it felt, and it, it fit too. Because, you know, I've been doing what I've been doing. And Moses came back. So I thought it was cute. And I thought it fit. <laughs> I have no problem with that. I've told him myself, Moses, I thought it was very cute. And it fit. I liked it. I dug it. But with what happened here, uh, I know he's going to be going for the knowledge title at promo uh, series. But here's the thing, man. Like, I even said this, too. And, yes, I know you guys want to see Robert Davis beat me. And I know a lot of people want to see me lose. But look at it like this. If I lose, I lose. You don't see me going anywhere and going, oh, darn it. I've lost. Kitty beat me for the knowledge title. You don't see me going, oh, no. Kitty beat me. And Kitty's great at what he does. And I love Kitty. He's one of my brothers. But it's just like, yo, we all got to lose. And it happens. So, I mean, Moses... You got to understand, like Mir said beautifully, you know, if you go from 9% and you're doing your thing in the tournament, and if you lose it, his record was 2-2. Two and two. He got Ted P. De Niro, who's, you know, had his share of bouts, and unfortunately he's had some losses, but, you know, he's not quitting. He's got one more bout coming up this week against Zach Herring. Zach Herring, you know, has done his thing, and he's lost a couple bouts as well, and people have lost. Nikola lost to me. Robert Davis lost to Nikola. People have lost well, to this Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so people, so people have lost in this tournament. So what happened? You, Nico, well, hell, hell, Zach, he lost to you, ninety-one to seven percent. Nine percent. That was supposed to be, but yeah, Zach yeah, was the nine percent. That was dynamite. Percent of this tournament. So I mean, shut up. But no, yeah. it's just. Yeah. That Zach, he's he had the exact same loss that Moses had. Yep. And that was at the damn beginning. You still him chugging along. And that he's and prettier he's, than everybody, exactly. He's so, even I mean, considering joining the fucking league. So I, I wanna I wanna say one final thing to Moses Marquez. Uh because when I immediately saw when I when I saw that he quit, my immediate reaction was I'm, I'm, I got to say something about this. And I, I messaged Daz and I said, I'm going to say something about this shit. And then when Moses released his video entitled Reasons, I thought to myself, man, let me leave that man alone. You know, he, he feels what he feels, blah, 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 blah. But this is one of those things where the more I thought about it, the more it irritated me. So to be clear, Moses, there doesn't need to be heat between you and I. Um, but I... I want to make something perfectly clear to you about the promo climax and what we all do to lift each other up. <clears throat> Smart Mark Radio, uh, Retro Rewind, and all the things that you do, Max Wrestling and RWT, this competition gives, gives us a chance to con- constantly mention our brands and lift them up. It gets, people, it gets people listening. It gets people involved. And I'm going to tell you something. Nobody's brand is mentioned as much as Smart Mark Radio because, first of all, Mike Larkin won't stop doing his absolute spot-on impression. <laughs> and then once he starts going, we all fucking start going. So anybody who even listens to this show or any part of this competition, the brand they know best is Smart Mark Radio, and they know Retro Rewind. And we all do that because we have love for each other. Every time we mention the name of your brand we could potentially be turning somebody else onto it. Of course. And I see that you reciprocate that love too. I see you promote Chris's music and you promote and stuff like that, but we're all meant to help each other. So I'm just saying, the reason why I have no respect for this decision 
I respect you as a man, Moses, but the reason why I have no respect for this decision is because I think you, I think it's a very selfish, self-serving decision. You're not, you aren't really thinking about everybody else when you up and quit like that. You were just thinking about yourself, and we're all, we're all busting our ass to lift everybody up. So, in the future, young man, before you just have a knee-jerk reaction of then fuck it, I quit, which is a very uh, uh, what's sophomoric or whatever, I don't yeah. know, downgraded further, you know what I'm saying. It's just stop and look at the bigger picture here, okay? Because someday you never know. Max Wrestling, the podcast or anything that Dazzy touches is going to be in the bright light someday. Maybe RWT and, and perhaps maybe even Smart Mark Radio itself, but we, we all got to bring each other up. And you got to remember that because you didn't just quit the climax. You put on all of us. And honestly, I, I really felt it was a huge slap in the face. Um, and don't don't get me wrong. I mean, you can feel how you feel about it. You, may, you might be rubbed the wrong way that I'm saying this, um, especially where everybody could hear. But you know what? Honestly, it needed to be said because you are a main staple. Your name is everywhere. You are a main staple. I, I never leave you out. I always promote you. If you look at the, the group topics at the top of the page, Smart Mark Radio is right there. So come on, man. You got you to gotta do your part in this, and quitting is not a part of that. Yeah, I, I, even, I even delayed the Spotify announcement for Max Rasson because Moses announced it first. I let him have his spotlight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, told, I told Mike last night, I was like, if we, if Moses gets mentioned, be prepared that I'm going to get fucking bowed up. He did. Uh, he did say that. And what does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a southern fact, man. It's a southern fact. I get excited. ready for a fucking fight. Let's go. You know. <laughs> but I, I mean, I thought that it was disrespectful. What he, how he said it, it to Chris. Um, I, I completely agree with what you said about how doing these competitions, whether you win or lose, you're still winning because you have those opportunities to plug your own show. But also, yeah, he lost a couple of times, and yes, he lost horribly to me and King on the mic, but he's still good. And he still puts out good promos. He still gets the votes. People like him. But, and I, I'm just upset that he's leaving because he, he him being in the these competitions and these challenges, he's part of the story that we tell, you know? So, like, I have history with him. Butcher has history with him. He has history with Chris. He, and it's just something that we, a story that we could continue telling. And I hate to see that go. I, I do respect him. I love the shows that he puts out. I've been digging his uh, AEW and NXT, the Wednesday Night War show with him and Paul Morales. Fucking love it, you know. Um, but respect and love aside, I just fucking hate to see him go, and I don't want him to see him go. And that is one of the biggest reasons why 
I got a little bowed up. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, man, and I mean, with Moses, I respect him too. He puts out great content. But the thing to do that now, I'm just like, come on, man. And I mean, with him, obviously, I would have loved to continue our story because you know we're in. Inter- he did his thing in his promo, and I keep interrupting his promos, which I will continue to do because why? I can. And you know, it's just it's fun. So I. <laughs> I mean, it, with him, it's all love. It really is all respect, man. I know he wants yeah. to grow his brand, and I know he wants to do what he does. So, I mean, hey, I mean, whatever. He's got this big old story with you, you know? Yeah. And y'all, y'all haven't even had a chance to go at it yet. Exactly. I mean, we got the knowledge title, but we haven't had the promo battle. So, I mean, hey. Wait, this, but let's be clear. Wait, let's be clear what Moses said Moses. about the knowledge title. Go ahead. He, he said... In his video, he made it very clear. The only reason why he's still willing to compete for the knowledge title is because he knows that he may have a chance at winning that. And I thought to myself, motherfucker, have you been paying attention to the last 600 days? (laughs) (laughs) Ain't nobody got a chance of winning that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But he also did say that if he loses a promo in the knowledge championship match, that he's going to give up on that as well. Oh, come on. Moses, you're better than this, man. That's, that's the reality. You don't, you don't put on your brothers like that. You're, you're better. Than what, what, I'm talking like he's on this show. It, uh... Don't forget. <laughs> don't forget the late. And also, just off, just on the side track, I will say, just to quote also about Chris Maldonado, that is definitely someone who I would love to have a promo battle against in the future. Just have to put it out there. So, those custom t-shirts that I put out, yeah, it makes that last one even more true right now. Did anybody, did anybody actually notice that last one? It was a promo climax logo. Yeah, I saw yeah. the promo climax logo. And then there was a bunch of flies on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The shit show. <laughs> They're all dropping like flies. I just, I just wish those shirts actually exist. I mean, they could, but they wouldn't be cheap. I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think he cares? Motherfucker sit in front row at every AEW show. You think he cares about a t shirt? Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll front row that. of every dynamite, you just see bowed up 24 yeah. 7. I'm looking to see what your sign is this week, Mr. MCL Sucks and Corbyn Pierce Walker. The sign he's, needs he's to be pulled up 24-7. He's spending all his money on a t-shirt company anyways. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I, I spent a little too much money last week at AEW. I ended up buying me a shirt. They're more, they were, everything that they were selling there was more expensive at the show than at Hot Topic. Yeah. I actually saw somebody... Like about AEW? What's that? You know how WWE has nobody sitting in the crowd? And so what they do is they just go, we're only going to point the camera to this side. Yeah. AEW doesn't do that. You know how many times I saw empty seats in the background? Like, they don't pretend... They, they don't pretend to be something they're not. They just go like, yeah, there's empty seats. So what? We're putting on a show for the motherfuckers that showed up. And I'm like, I like well, that. I hell, respect that. Hell, um, last week, I was on second row right there at the ramp. On my row, there was five empty seats. They didn't even bother trying to fill that. 
So I got to move a little bit closer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, first and foremost, I also do like the fact that he had those signs because it does hype up the bout with me. And it does hype up the bout with Andre, which I'm going to say, I'm not also going to pretend like Andre is not in, my, in the background as well. Because yeah. if he does beat yeah. Travis, he does get a formal title shot on your birthday, Captain. Woo-hoo. What a present. Now, uh, two quick things about that. Um, I did listen to Max last week, and y'all were talking shit about how I don't put Max Wrestling Podcast or, or all that stuff or the promo climax and I don't actually put the websites on there. Um, and my reasoning behind that, I don't put specific websites or stuff like that because I have seen shows where people have tried to plug their websites or their YouTube channels and their signs got taken away. Yeah. The websites are also fucking long. Well, that too. Um, (laughs) but now, since I don't do that, but look at the signs that uh, I've held up. RWT, or uh, a whole bunch of names on there, or MCL Sucks, or Andre Fears Walker. Here, I hold those signs up, and hundreds of people are looking at that sign. They're like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> <laughs> So who's MCL? When I'm standing in line, or I'm in line at concessions, or the people sitting around me, they're like, "What? What's that sign for? There ain't nobody here named MCL." And I get to plug it that way. So I'm still promoting to the hundreds, just not the millions. You know what's funny, man? I was watching AEW. Um, the show from uh, not last week, but the week before, I think. And one of the, I can't, this female wrestler, I can't remember her name, but she's, I think she's from the UK. Oh, Shauna? uh, Yeah, she's super angry, by the way. And um, I think she fought against Dr. Britt Baker, but uh, she comes walking out. (laughs) There's a guy like holding a sign and she tried to like snatch it out of his hand, probably so she could tear it up. But he held on to it and didn't let her snatch it. And I thought to myself, "You moron, let her tear your fucking sign." She's trying to get her hill gimmick over. You'll be on TV because she'll tear it up and throw it on the ground, and then they'll get a, a shot of your reaction. But he just held on to it. I've been like, "Take this shit, tear it up." <laughs> he worked hard on that sign. Yeah, if I had a sign that said MCL, <laughs> I would offer to tear this motherfucker up. <laughs> uh, well, of you know what I'm saying that um, <laughs> one of the impacts I went to I had a sign with like uh, Roman Randy some other guys from WWE on it and this caption said no famous family required because it was impact wrestling oh. J- Jeremy Borash saw it and loved it but it didn't get on TV Oh, God, man. Hey, well, that's JB for you. I know he probably would dig something like that. He was a, he's a cool guy. I met him once at the uh, Long Island shows that they did back in the day. This was when Hogan was coming in the whole nine. Great dude, Jeremy Borash. Great dude. By the way, did you guys also see that? Because he was talking about stuff. Uh, Andre Corville at Andre Corville one on Twitter wrote, 
this sign was in the crowd tonight, AEW on TNT, and he wrote, I may have to spank Max Wrestling's The Walker. Discipline works well. Hashtag discipline works well. He can try. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know. We'll get a new theme song for The Walker now. <laughs> he just pulled well, up 24 7. And he ain't bowed up at anyone but you. Do, 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 do. He's just a boat up machine, boat up machine. Do, 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 do. Yeah, that's the thing. Come, uh, come home promo series. I gotta be bowed up for too many damn people at one time. <laughs> well, you're bowed up. Well, here's the thing with you, man. It is true because I don't know what it is. I mean, you don't really have that faith. Well, here's the thing. You got the intensity in your eyes and you know, you know, well, you heard, you guys heard Butcher on Before the Bell reacted to it. Mask? No mask. I'm here for fucking fight. And I mean, you know, we, we saw you. We, we reacted. It's cool. We know. It's fun. <laughs> I'm thinking about it now. So there's Mike, Amir, Moses, uh, possibly Demoness, possibly Robert, and then Andre. So that's six people you got to be bowed up at. Yeah. And since I've already guaranteed one uh, B block, I, I'm just going to take it easy on Butcher. <laughs> I mean, he is a good butcher, after all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like we said, um, the beef apparently died down to a lot of people, but you said it didn't, and then they cut the promo last week. There is a level of respect there now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Especially more now than ever afterwards, because I beat him. (laughs) <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and it's funny. It's funny. Uh, uh, he, he, I didn't get that one-on-one match for the longest time, and then he's finally forced against me, and then I beat him, and then the promo league is mentioned, and then he uh, immediately comments that he wants me as his guardian angel. I'm like, yeah, hey, he, he, he definitely don't want none of me no more. <laughs> <laughs> I think with me also, too, I, I look at it like this, since Travis is going to be my one of my possibly one-on-one or one of my opponents, obviously, what's going on. I think with us, we also get to tell the story because, you know, we go back with King of the Mic, we go back with Promo Slam, so I think we both will be uh, doing our damnedest to give you one hell of a show. Oh, the Promo League was great news for you, Mike, because obviously there's no King of the Mic tournament next year, so you're the only ever King of the Mic. Uh, I'll take that, man. I'll take that. <laughs> I, really, man, you know what it was, too, and I'll say this right now, and I said it even, and I know you said it to me, Amir, that I was soft. I'll admit it. I was, I sucked at <laughs> the inaugural. <laughs> you know what it was, too? I just looked at it like, you know, because you, Daz, you are my brother, you are my friend. You wanted me to compete, so you know what? I'm figure, let me do this. And then with King of the Mic, a lot of people were just like, oh, you know, because I've always been known as the knowledge guy. 
I you know I'm not really a promo guy. I mean, I've seen what Amir's done, what Butcher's done, and what a lot of people do. I never was the promo guy, so I'm like, you know what? Fuck that shit. And I said, hey, let me get my, let me actually take this serious. Let me actually get into it. Let me find myself. Let me find my confidence. Let me find my stride. And that led me to King of the Mic and then the promo slam. And I've just been having, see, I know what's in my heart, man. I like to entertain. I like to be serious. And I like to have fun. And that's what you're going to get with each and every promo that I do. It's the walk of Here's, what, here's like what you're saying. Yeah, what, here's what's important, Mike Larkin. And, um, and sorry, I have to get back on Moses Marquez for just a second because I think there's something that, he, that Moses misunderstands. And a lot of people misunderstood this with me when we first started doing all these promos is, Mike Larkin, you are a guy, you, you change your style up depending on who you're going against. But overall, your theme is fun. Moses Marquez mentioned in his video, he doesn't need to be trying to get himself angry, you know, once every couple of weeks just to do a five-minute promo. And, and my thought, as a person who was constantly accused of not being good at promos because I smiled too much, and then I won the whole fucking competition, promos is not about getting angry. I mean, some people, that's their style. I would, I would describe the butcher as angry. That's, I'd be like, yeah, he's mad. I would describe Lewis as angry. Lewis is a mad guy. There's, I would describe uh, the demoness as the best motherfucker of all time, Mike Larkin, <laughs> all right? But what I'm trying to say is, it's not all about, it's not about anger. That is, that is how some people get, the, get themselves over. But then there's people like Larkin who go at it in a, in a more fun way. I have promos where I've had anger and I've had promos where I did Hilarious shit, shit that didn't make sense. Also, Daniel Crimmins, I beat you without even saying a word. We're, like it's, it's not just this one dynamic. So anybody who thinks I'm not angry and I'm not intense, therefore I wouldn't be good at cutting a promo, you don't really understand what cutting a promo is about. It's not about getting stuck in one emotion. It's just, it's so much more than that. So. So that's all I got to say. I don't know really know where I was going with all that, but I need to say that. <laughs> no. <laughs> we, we, all have our, we all have our different styles, and that's what really makes this unique and very cool. I mean, me, I mean, you guys saw me turn up, and I'll say this as far as the Demoness. That was one of my favorite belts that I had because I got to put the makeup on. I got to involve my mom in that, and a lot of people, I mean, you used it in the thrill thing. A lot of people like the fact that, you know, my mom opened that door, and, you know, my son is coming for you. A lot of people dug that. So, I mean, I, I like to include stuff like that and have fun with it and we upped our level with that that was one of my most ones i was looking forward to now i got robert davis and i think the three of us have been doing our thing and block a so i mean i'm just having fun man i love it i really really love what i've been doing and i hope and i the the main goal here is just to evoke emotions of what we're doing if we're giving a mad glad sad uh you know what have you i mean we're, we're evoking emotions and that's really the main thing and the artistic expression that we have with this promos like i'll be honest with you i could tell see right now that nikola is the best motherfucker in the game mike larkin so i mean i know yeah. amir, i know amir wasn't <laughs> too happy about the result with myself and the demoness and i'll say this right now she should have gotten more votes what is wrong with you people because she did a stellar job and she was going through sickness at the time and a lot of stuff so people that's the dedication right there for one miss nikola mcdonald i'm gonna put her over for that but i mean yeah so that's I'm, her I'm only lost the tournament now what's that that's her only loss of the tournament now i know man and here's the thing that's why she's tied with you on 15 that 
I love that woman, man. I'll even say it. I love that woman. I don't love her as much as Amir loves her because that's just going to another level. But I love, I love Nikola, man. She's my friend. I, I, I dig her, man. She's just great. And I, I love this boat up son of a bitch on the other line too, just because he's great at what he does. I am one of the best, as he says. You know. So I mean, you know, right, Travis? You are one of the best. Yeah. Pay close attention to that. I say one. One of the best. I, I will never proclaim myself as the best because there are just too many great people in these promo competitions, and everybody's absolutely amazing, and I love them all. So I will never, I will never proclaim myself to being the best, unlike fucking Michael Larkin, because he's a. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, man, you, dude, you have so many lines that should be on a t-shirt. I think one of them should be the line that you said about Andre Corbeil. No, well, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the back of the line. <laughs> and, well, I mean, that is, see, I, to jump back to something Moses said in his video. There are people that want that promo title far more than him. Well, I, buddy, I am that person. I don't. I honestly don't think anybody wants that title as bad as I do. But at the same time, just be. I say get in the back of the line. I don't say get out of the line. Actually, I just had an interesting thought. If you do beat Mike, after promo series if you do become promo champion that means butcher can't use you as a guardian angel because he can't use a promo champion yep that's what i told him <laughs> <laughs> i was like dude i would love to but here in about a month's time i'm gonna be champion so i i, I just can't do it i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> by, by the way when mike larkin was talking earlier in the, in the beginning of the show, I was sitting here thinking to myself, listen to this John Cena motherfucker. <laughs> you know, John Cena comes out and he cuts these promos, you know, back in the day on his opponents. And he's going, he, you know, he's talking them up and he's selling his opponents so hard. You know, this guy's the best in the world. This guy's blah, blah, blah. John Cena knows in his mind, ain't no way a motherfucker's gonna pin him. First of all, you can't see him to even punch him. You know what I mean? <laughs> I listen to Mike Larkin putting over everybody. I think to myself, Mike Larkin, do you ever believe that you're going to wake up someday and not be Mikey Two Belts? Hey, man, you, you never know with all these outcomes, but I think with me, it's not cockiness and confidence, and I'm confident in my abilities. And I look forward to putting my abilities to the test against the walker, against the butcher, against whoever. It could be a damn two-year-old baby. Well, goo goo gaga, I accept your challenge, to quote Travis the Walker Anderson. There. So, I mean, hey, man. <laughs> you better watch out when the, when, the, when the promo league starts, bro, because one person you ain't had to see since you became the new Mike Larkin is master RWT Kingpin, Emir Black Band Costello. You better watch out, bro. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay, all right. Got a retirement. See, there's hope, Moses. You can come out of retirement. Even Emir Ma. Yeah, Moses, we could forget about this whole I quit bullshit. We could, we could sweep it all under the rug. It would take a big fucking rug, but we could get it under there, all right? We could just <laughs> move on tomorrow. <laughs> now... 
I will say this. Uh, here in a month's time, history could potentially be made. Uh, I could potentially and hopefully defeat Michael Larkin and potentially anybody else that's in the promo championship. And then I could become promo champion. But I could turn around and lose to Andre and then have to go up against him the following week and lose and have the shortest reign ever. (laughs) (laughs) The funny thing is this all started with Andre wanting a piece of Mike. He didn't expect to get a, such a good feud with you. Nobody expected me. <laughs> Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Nobody cared who I was until I put on the mask. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mike, I'll tell you what. Yeah. If, if it ends up being Walker versus Andre Part 2 for the promo championship, I'll give Andre a little Christmas present and he can face you in a grudge match at Christmas. Hey man, I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. I'll cut a promo. I'll do it. I'm, I'm. Here's the thing, man. That's what people say. Since this one wants to call me the John Cena motherfucker, all right. <laughs> and since he wants to know his history and he wants to fact check, but yes, it was in 2009, going into the Bash 2009, where John Cena fought the Miz and beat him in five minutes. There you go. There's my knowledge showing that as well. How dare you? Congratulations. You you get to face me. Bandages, you have to face me. So, yeah, there you go. There's my John Cena for you. Ah, You know, nobody does John Cena better than me. Nobody does John Cena than me. That was the thing, when he was critiquing somebody about their personality when he talks like this and he sounds like a robot. You're going to go for me, Jack. Like, really, and he has that low voice. He's talking about personality when John Cena sounds like this. So, yeah. Hey, uh, there's something There's something about wrestlers getting old. If you notice this, it's... When yeah, they go to Saudi Arabia. They're cutting promos. Yeah, they never use the word Jack. But the yeah. moment they get old, like, if you look at The Rock, back in the day, he never used that word. Now, every promo, he's like, let me tell you something, Jack. And I'm like, why is he just talking to Jack? We're all here. Why is everybody got a beef with Jack? Well, hey, man, it's like when John Cena started using Poopy on the PGR, and he's writing Poopy on JBL's limo along with Crime Time, baby, Crime Time. So, I mean, hey, this is what it is. Yeah, 20 years ago, that would have been shit. Shit. (laughs) Such good shit. It's such good shit. Okay, one last thing before we go. Uh, This week, we're getting Zach versus Teddy. Now, uh, let me try and work this out. So Robert's going to get a bye. That's going to put him in second place because Mike and the Demon S will be joint first place. So uh, that means if Zach wins, he goes third place. If Teddy wins, he, Zach and Moni end on joint fourth place. Moni? She's not even in the competition, right? No, she's got six points. (laughs) 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 Joint third place. My bad. Yeah, there's a lot of ties. I wasn't expecting this. I don't think we expected anything that came out of this competition. <laughs> this competition damn near broke Max and RWT, okay? Oh, jeez. <laughs> there was a curse on this competition. Yeah, that it really was. <laughs> well, uh, it's the damn demon F. 
coming in scaring the shit out of everybody cursing all of us. Of course, of course it was a curse. We had, the, we had like a witchcraft with a demoness and then we had mask versus mask on Halloween. It's my own fault. <laughs> Alright, well I also have one final thing to say before we wrap this up. Now, alright, Daniel Crimmins said that he had something for Robert Davis. Well, unlike Daniel Crimmins, who is not in this competition anymore, and Robert Davis, let me tell you something, minus the bitch. Unlike Daniel Crimmins, I will have something for you, and you know damn well I have something for you, so let's do this. Ooh. It's going to be good. The, the rematch to the King of the Mic fight. Yes, sir. Yeah. And you've been saying right from the start you've got something <laughs> special planned for that match, so I've been looking forward to it for 13 freaking weeks. Hey, man, you're going to see some entertainment. You're going to see me as only as I can do. Unlike Ric Flair, as, as only as I can look and not drunk. What city are we in? But no, nah, man, I mean, <laughs> you're going to get I don't even special. care. Yeah, I don't even care. <laughs> so you're going to get something special for myself and Robert Davis, and we're looking to outdo the Walker and Butcher part two. That's hey, not hard. Hey. That one. <laughs> That's not hard. But I will say, I will say that... Uh, I always look forward to seeing what Robert Davis does. He's absolutely phenomenal. He is. The special effects. I love everything he does. He's absolutely phenomenal. He is I, a human costume shop. Yeah, for real. Uh, I also look forward to every match you do, Michael, just because I really hope to see you lose. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll everybody want to beat Mike. Exactly. Everybody want to beat Mike. But nah, man. If I lose, I lose. But hey, it's gonna be fun either way. Robert Davis, let's do the damn thing. All right. Now, uh, next week, as I said, is the last week of the prelim stage, featuring the Butcher versus the Walker and Robert Davis versus Mike Lacken. If Mike wins, he will be defending against the Walker one-on-one. -on -one. If Robert wins, he and the Demoness will tie Mike on 15 points and make the final a fatal four-way. Hey, I've done fatal four-ways before, so... You won it in a that. fatal four-way. Hey, so I mean, hey, bring it. Uh, join <laughs> us on the Mac Wrestling Podcast this Thursday night for full gear predictions and to check out this Wait, week's oh, promo oh, showdown. Oh, oh. Pop the brakes, sir. Are you what sure you want to do those? Are you sure you want to do those predictions? I, I can't do worse than last time. All right, man. <laughs> Damn, Baz. Hey, you know what's funny, man? I see all these young people, and I can talk like that because I'm an old motherfucker. But I see all these young people bitching and complaining. Hey, man, we can't afford these pay per views, bitch. Before the WWE Network, we were selling out like sixty oh. plus dollars a month for all these goddamn pay per views. If you yeah. think it, if you think a pay per view is bad when you pay nine ninety nine and it stinks, you don't know how you feel when you shell out sixty bucks for a WWE pay per view and it turns out to not be that good. So all the AEW fans, all these young people who ain't got no money in their pockets, get your money up. Yeah, and they're only doing like four pay per views a year anyway. Mm hmm. Uh, also this week you can check out the promo showdown in the final bout for both Zach Aaron and Ted P. De Nero. So make sure you go subscribe to youtube.com slash maxwrestling and soundcloud.com slash maxwrestling. And remember we're now on Spotify, Google Play, as well as Apple Podcasts. And of course, Castbox. Cast biz motherfucking box. If you're already subscribed, we love you to pieces. If you haven't, you're still on our shit list.
That's also a new catchphrase. Why wasn't that nominated? Because <laughs> <laughs> it won't fit on a fucking shirt. No, it won't fit on a t-shirt. Um, go join the RWT group as the 2019 RWT Award nominations have officially begun, as you heard. Uh, and on that note, I'm going to hand you over to the Kingpin. Yeah, everybody, join the RWT group uh, and the RWT uh, YouTube channel. The nominations are going down. One award has been announced so far, but another award will be announced today and its nominees. And please, everybody that's in the group and everybody that's hearing this, you guys have all worked so hard all year long. You probably don't really think of it as work because you're just participating on social media. Um, but I'm trying to recognize uh, all your efforts. I appreciate everybody so much. You have no idea how much it means to me. I, I went through a little bit of a, um, dare I say, uh, I, I, I'll kind of call it what it is. I went through a little bit of a, of a maybe even a depression this past few months. And I've, I've stayed so far away from everybody just trying to get my head together and my thoughts together. But in my absence, the group ran itself and everything, everybody was still participating everywhere all the time. It was still fantastic. And these awards are my way of recognizing people for what they've done and, and kind of uh, giving back and celebrating uh, all of us who, it, the reality is I, the people in this group, I talk to you guys more than I talk to, you know, my people that I grew up with or people I went to school with. Um, so please, make sure you vote. Pay attention to the nominations because you never know, your name might be in there. And um, last thing I want to say is, even though I spent the majority of this episode shitting on Moses Marquez over, over a shitty decision that he made, because I do love that man, I would like to instruct you all to go to Smart Mark Radio, <clears throat> forward slash soundcloud.com is that Ahem. go show go show that man some you want me <laughs> you want me to tell you where you can find moses marquez I'm I mean, help, a brother out. Out. help a brother out <laughs> you can follow moses marquez on soundcloud.com that's what my radio twitter that's what we're on smr podcast we're on facebook oh yeah apple podcast accept us we're on apple podcast spotify stitcher Twitter radio peace out motherfucker Yes, I can hear Mike clearing his throat like he's stealing my shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Follow that man. No doubt Moses Marquez on his, on his own platforms will have more to say about what happened Wait, or whatever. Oh, I'm, I'm not even done yet. I'm not even done yet. We're on YouTube. YouTube channel's open. How we have it? Our highest episode. <laughs> it was so much. Oh, yeah, we put it on YouTube. Woo! And the Facebook page for SMR Podcast Network. Go follow all that shit. And Moses... You better get your ass back to competition, motherfucker. I know where you live. And uh, what does IWT stand for again? I don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows. Raw wrestling talk. Yeah, it's almost... It's never called that. Uh, and incidentally, speaking of awards season, get your thinking hats on because nominations will begin in December for the third annual Maxis Awards for the best and worst of wrestling in 2019. Woohoo! And for our guest this week, first of all, he is the leader and possibly only winner of Block B, The Walker. You ready for the breaking news? Oh, yeah, the breaking yeah. news. I have a Twitter. Woo! Yo, I so seen that. that. I was like, what? 
So that's what's <laughs> going to be on the sign on Dynamite this week. So, well, no, no, no. Because you can find me on Twitter at MCLSucks92. <laughs> and that is not a fucking joke. <laughs> it's, it's not a joke. I, I got the notification. Uh, I just followed Travis the Walker Anderson, and he is at MCL sucks ninety two. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't want to, by the Travis, you you kind of broke up on that. I didn't hear a single word yeah. you said. Yeah, you kind of broke up. The kingpin malfunctioned. Oh yeah, I said it. It's a picture of Travis and a picture of me, and in between us is a very scary-looking Moses Marquez because he knows we're coming for him. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a flashback to Evan McCabe's malfunction. It, 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 it's loading. It's loading. It's loading. Evan McCabe has broken down. And then right at the end of the episode, after the credits, Evan McCabe... Oh, shit, the show's what, over. What about the Phoenix... Oh, he just likes. Remember when the Phoenix had somebody banging on his walls the whole episode? Oh, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the days to drill, he's challenging me. Sounded <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like y'all in the background. Yeah. <laughs> the promo champion, Mikey Two Belts. Lance Champion with a little bit of the bubbly. A little bit uh, of the bubbly. Can, a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> You can follow me on Twitter at MCL92, Biatches, at SMShipPoint <laughs> on the Twitter machine. Uh, you can check me out, StephenMikeShow.com, SoundCloud.com, so that's MCLarkin92. Uh, you can check out Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the Lingerie Fighting Championships official podcast on Stitcher, Anchor, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud.com, slash LFC. You can check us out on Stitcher. You can check us out on Pocket Cast, wherever the hell that is. You can check us out on Spotify, Podbean, wherever you get your podcasting platforms and your podcasting goodness. And, uh, yeah, that's where you can find me as well. And you can also find me on St. Louis and then on Doves. I'm going yeah. down, down, baby, Yostra in the Range Rover. No, I'm not really doing that. But yeah, you can follow me on all that stuff. Yeah, what the hell is Pocket Cast? Yeah, I don't know. Pocket Cast is, is an app, like Breaker, and all these podcast addicts okay. and whatever. I'm going to get there before Moses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the meantime, if you have... Oh, I haven't told you where to find me. I am at Dazzy NWP, by the way. You can find a butcher at TOG69 by TV. Why wasn't, why wasn't that nominated for Best Catch Phrase? Yeah, right. <laughs> that definitely fits on a t-shirt. Because nobody knows what it is. Because I say it too damn fast. <laughs> you know, I, I, downloaded, I downloaded Twitter last night while I was at work. And uh, I went, first person I went to to follow was Max Wrestling UK. And so it started popping up the suggestions, and butchers popped up. I'm like, oh, so that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to say, Travis, are, do you want to follow the Phoenix even though he hardly tweets? I did. Oh, cool. What's <laughs> <laughs> the thing about Mr. Phoenix, man? He's great, but his Twitter game sucks. He's hardly ever on the Twitter machine. He's just got it just because he's got one. 
You know, it was like when Dean Ambrose was in the Shield, and he's like, "I got a oh, Twitter yeah. because they made me get one." They made me make this. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then he never used it, so somebody from WWE took it over. Yep. You can catch Dean Ambrose matches. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, that's not really Dean Ambrose. Uh, okay. Until next week, if you have an inner pipe bomb to drop, square up your shoulders, stretch your calf muscles, clear your throat, and for fuck's sake, pick up the mic.